Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sanders in motion. To read to keep it a fumble. And the Packers have it with a chance to run for Zedarius Smith. He's brought down at the 46-yard line. But the Packers come up with the game's first turnover. Z is consistently one of our best defensive players. I think he's one of the best defense players in the league. He's a guy that you have to account for in every play. And if you don't, he can certainly uh, cause problems for you. And thankfully, after you know we went for it on fourth down, didn't get it, he came up with the play of the game that, that really kind of swung it in our favor. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Those are the words of Matt LaFleur. Big uh, big turning point in the ballgame last night. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Quick Trip. And don't forget the Pothole Pizza, the official pizza and good-tasting pizza of your Green Bay Packers. You go in and buy a Coca-Cola product or that Pothole Pizza, you get automatically registered when you use your Quick Rewards card for the Packers opening drive contest and register to win a 2021 Chevy Trailblazer. That's the way to go. You buy both of them at the same time, you get 10 extra bonus entries. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. And if you haven't gone in there and tasted it yet, go in there. Check it out for yourself. Just get one slice. Just, man, good stuff. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy uh, Mike Clements from NFL Serious Radio and our Green and Gold Insider. Michael, they are 3-0, and and you'll take it. You'll take it. Uh, and let's enjoy the good news first, shall we? Let's, let's just enjoy this offense. Uh, that has had injuries on the right side of the offensive line, and they went with Billy Taylor at right tackle instead of Rick Wagner. And um, I thought the pass protection was overall outstanding. But the other thing is Aaron Rodgers is getting rid of the ball faster, isn't he? And definitely mm-hmm. Zadarius Smith, um, when he's lined up on the outside, on the right side of the defense, and they go to a play with Taysom Hill, back there. I wonder if, because he sees number seven back there instead of number nine, of the tendencies of the gadget plays that they do, that Zadaria says, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna gamble, I'm going to roll the dice and go after the quarterback, because he's probably going to be doing some fake stuff or whatever, you know. He's not going to get the ball out of his hands very quickly. And so I've got a shot, you know, I'll take the risk at the quarterback sack here. And in which he ends up getting the forced fumble and all that. And I asked LaFleur that, and he didn't answer it directly. And Zadarius uh, didn't talk to the media. But obviously that was just a huge momentum swing. 
because you know the Saints, it was twenty-seven, twenty-seven, and they were at the Green Bay like forty-five, and they thought, man, we get a touchdown here, we're going to pull ahead, and then we can sack this thing away. But just on the offensive side for the Packers, I thought there was some tremendous play calling by Matt Lafleur, uh, the way he was mixing up plays, and the tempo that they were running the offense, and then Aaron Rodgers, Chris Collingsworth talked about it, uh, where Rodgers not only gets the free play on when he draws the Saints off sides, but Alan Lazard goes down in the end zone and draws a pass interference call so that they have to, you know, they get the ball first and ten at the one. Just a huge transition there coming off the Zadarius Smith forced fumble. So we asked Aaron Rodgers about that, and, you know, he could sense that the Saints were going down to the play clock. Remember, we've talked about that before. We've heard from opposing teams that say, you know, Aaron Rodgers is back there using up all the, the, the play clock because he's making his shifts and changes and stuff. And all you got to do is just look at the clock, go 3-2-1, and then you take mm-hmm. off. So uh-huh. what Rodgers did was freeze the football, pretend like you've got a snap, when in fact that's how he was able to draw off. And we asked him if, if that's how he was able to draw the Saints offsides. Yeah, definitely was uh, watching the play clock there. Noticed, uh, you know, there were a couple times earlier where they were really cued into the play clock. At that time, you know, felt okay about the call, but kind of wanted to go over and talk to Matt about it. So I was thinking about calling timeout. Uh, they jumped. We protected up pretty good. And Marquez and Shep on the left side, pretty locked down. And I, so I just kind of threw one up to Allen, um, and he did a nice job of fighting for it. We had P.I. there and set us up nice there on the one-yard line. Aaron, I thought that drive, though, the, the end with the uh, the P.I. and the touchdown to Tanyan is the fact you're looking at the clock, you got six and a half minutes to go, oh. and you're up by three. And how critical was it for you to be able to knock four and a half minutes off in that drive, just to hang out of the football at the same time move the ball? Yeah, Mike, that's what good teams do. You know, they, they close it out. And our defense gave us a couple really important stops, and we needed to pay them back right there. I love the call coming out. You know, Matt and I were talking during the TV timeout. He was offering up a couple plays, and I was him and Han a little bit about the first call. And I uh, looked over at Tim Boyle on the sidelines, and, and Devontae was standing next to him. And I, uh, I kind of nodded like I wanted that first call. So I give Matt credit for sticking with that. And uh, that throw to Jace, you know, the, the awareness to, to realize the ball's probably coming on a back shoulder there was good that got us going and then obviously you know the, the offsides and the and the pi on the same play was a, a big one for us um, putting us down there on the one giving us a chance to go up two scores and really put the game away you know mike it was interesting i read a statistic last night and i used it again today aaron Rodgers and the packers offense they had play action um on 52 percent of the dropbacks which is the highest play action rate in a game over the last five seasons and it was. It's all about misdirection. It's all about movement. It's all about getting uh, uh, either guys open or getting rid of the ball quickly for Aaron Rodgers and giving him seams to throw to. And right now, between Matt Lafleur and that rhythm and, and Aaron Rodgers and the execution, it's it's been just really really good. Enjoy it. Well, you remember, Bill? We talked about this during this training camp. That I kept on hearing this slogan sometimes from the assistant coaches, sometimes from the players, where they're saying, "Yeah, coaches got us." He wants us to marry up the run with the pass. And I hadn't heard that before. I mean, I even asked Leroy Butler about that. What does that mean? And and it gets back to this thing where the Kyle Shanahan offense that the 49ers run, Sean McVay is. The key to this thing is that the runs have got to look like the pass, particularly the formations, too, if you're two tight end, two backs. 
you know, it's like, all right, is this a short pass play or is this a power run play? And you have to be so careful about how you come off the ball as a wide receiver that you don't telegraph your first step is run blocking versus your first step is I'm going to do something on the route tree. And the more I kind of dug around about this, the more it's like this was their point of emphasis in the offseason and in those virtual meetings. Look at the difference of what you're doing to your body on the pass play versus the run play because you're already, you're already telegraphing to the linebackers we're going to run the football. So that's the first step. The next step is, yeah, being honest that you're going to run the football, that you're going to give it to uh, Aaron Jones, you're going to give it to Jamal Williams, you're even going to get an A.J. Dillon there late in the game to, so that you can sell that the run could happen on any play. And then you, you move the ball around. Not only Lazard gets it, but Tanyan gets a couple of passes. Uh, Mercedes Lewis gets that great touchdown catch on the left-hand side. Marquez Ellis-Scanling is not just a deep threat, but a guy that you can go to on a down-and-out from five yards. And then when you use up all those guys for the element surprise in a tight ball game, you start throwing balls to Jay Sternberger, who dropped him. I dropped a couple of them last week. And you not only get him back in and build his confidence, but he's like a surprise guy because the Saints don't think you're going to throw to that guy. So Aaron Rodgers, his attitude, Bill, is it's just... He's almost a different guy. He's almost to the point of mm-hmm. being giddy. He's smiling all the time. He's, he's trying to lift people's spirits. Um, he's more receptive to a lot of things. And I think he just figured out that even though they were winning games and you know, he just felt that he needed to have kind of be the stern leader, who knows, maybe Brett Favre talked to him in the offseason after the Jordan Love pick and just said, dude, you've got to be the ringleader of fun. Instead of being another sergeant, let the coaches do that. You be the fun guy to build up your teammates' confidence because everybody knows they can't touch you. And so Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to endorse Matt LaFleur. Like, I mean, when's the last time you heard that? And the question that Aaron was asked was, what's the importance to have a running back with the skills of Aaron Jones to sell those play-action plays? I think there's a number of things that uh, that he brings the offense that allows us to do some of the other stuff that we're doing. Obviously, we're faking it to him many times uh, in these situations to get guys open. You know, he's never a decoy, though. He's played a big factor in the game because he just draws so much attention. But, you know, I'll finish with just saying this again one more time. I think the flow of the calls has been really important to our success, and, and I can't underscore that enough. I think it's just it's really been a good flow of, of the calls with Matt. And I know we script some to start the game and, and that helps us, I think, all get focused on what we're trying to do. But I just really like the way that we started the game. I really like the the timing on certain calls. And sometimes you got to kind of dig deep at certain times and hold on to something and, and trust the players. And I really I really appreciate, you know, the, the flow that we had tonight and uh, trusting us to, to make the plays. Tonight we did. That is a... Um... That is a big endorsement and confirmation of the offense, the relationship, the fact that they're not only trying to get on the same page, but they're on the same page. And now Aaron Rodgers is saying, ah, he understands me. You know what? My coach, when he asks me a question like, what can I do to help? And he, he makes those changes for me. He's listening to me. That's what the quarterback is saying. This guy is listening to me, and therefore I'll listen to him. And now this thing is clicking. Yep. 
No doubt. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're getting more with Mike Clemens. Uh, that is coming up. Hey, our friends at Van Horn Automotive, they want to buy your car in any of their Wisconsin, Iowa, or loca- uh, Iowa, Wisconsin, or Iowa locations can do so. They've got cross-brand selling going on. There's no gimmicks, no pressure to trade it in. You can sell without the challenges of posting online even. You can buy new. You can buy used. You can finance. You can trade one in. You can sell your vehicle. You can schedule service appointments. There's nothing you can't do at VanHornAuto.com. I have done it not once, not twice, not three times, but four times now with Van Horn Automotive. So you can buy your car or or just do it all from the comfort of your own home. Or if you want to go in, they do practice the CDC safety measures, keeping everybody safe. So don't worry about that. But uh, Van Horn Automotive, they're family-born, they're employee-owned. They really do work hard for you. Everybody there has skin in the game. Just try it. If you're in the market for a new car, a used car for service, they can finance many different things. Just give them a shot. VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. See for yourself what it is I've been talking about. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. More with Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Breeze look deep, covered, comes back to Mara. Made a man miss. Salvin Kamara across midfield, still on his feet. Kamara's got a bunch of room and some blockers. Hurling a blocker at the 25. Inside the 50. What a run by Kamara, who's all the way in for a touchdown. Honest today, I think there was a lot of good and stuff that we just got to become more consistent as a defense because there are times where we're firing at a high level and then there are times where teams get big plays or consistently march the ball down the field. Although we're happy with the win, there's a lot to improve upon. Welcome back to Bill Michaels Show. We continue on, and the uh, Green Bay Packers are now three and O on the season. Three and O on the season, and uh, their offense looking really good, for lack of a better term. They're looking really good. Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, joining me on the Schneider Orange Hotline, and uh, Mike, going back to uh, where this team is at, and, and kind of listening there to, to Matt Lafleur a little bit. This is, uh, this is uh, to say the very least, it's exciting. Now, the one thing about it that we can deal with is the defense because the defense is not exciting unless, of course, you're somebody that can run the football and you're salivating from the other side of the line, you know? What were you most surprised about in the game last night? Because, honestly, I, I didn't really find too many surprises. I, I thought that the Packers could pull off a win like this. I thought that Alvin Kamara would probably have another big night against Green Bay. I actually thought that he would probably – run the ball more than the, than he was a pass target. But it all kind of, you know, it all kind of played out if Green Bay was going to win it the way I thought it would go down. Uh, what's amazing is that the Saints seem to be playing some sort of undisciplined football, and they got some bad breaks when it came to the referees last night. They had eight penalties for like over 80 yards after having over 100 yards of penalties against the Raiders. I thought it was interesting that the ref – that's you know the consultant now for NBC, the Terry McAuliffe guy. There was at least three or four times that he he uh, he didn't agree with the call that was on the field, and mm-hmm. they usually tended to benefit the Packers. You know, like the Mercedes Lewis push off on the touchdown catch and the horse collar call, and a couple of those things like that. But Kamara ends up rushing for uh, get or catching 139 yards and passes, including the big 52 yarder which the six Packers, you know, missed the tackles. 
But he was pretty frustrated after the game about it just seemed like his offense is not performing and out of sync starting with drawn flags. Um, it, it's tough. We don't like losing. We come out uh, every week trying to get a win. So it's tough for me to Drew to the tape, everybody. We just got to find more offense. We got to find more on defense. We got to find more special teams. We all got to do more um, than what's being asked of us right now. Uh, we got to correct the mistakes. It's little things killing us, penalties. Um, some of the same, some of the same stuff that's, uh, that went on last week. I mean, just penalties. We got to, we got to play smarter. We got to play, uh, we got to play better. Next question is from Amy Just. What did you see on that uh, 50 yards touchdown? The, the end zone. The end zone. <laughs> I was going to say. I mean, you know, it's. The defense, the tackling and such, Mike, has not been stellar uh, last night in that particular case. That was just a horrific performance uh, on many different you know, phases because the tackling was just awful, and he did see the end zone and found the end zone. But uh, this defense has had a way of stepping up. At first it was Jair Alexander, then Shandon Sullivan, and now Zadaria Smith, that where they get that turnover that just turns the game around. Yeah, and I think this was interesting. Listen to Drew Brees talk about the kind of coverage you would have thought, see, uh, what do you, when you're facing Drew Brees, it's going to be short passes. The ball's coming out of his hand quick. He's going to be highly accurate with that short game. He's still taking questions about, how come you're not throwing the deep ball? How come you're not getting things going with Emmanuel Sanders? That's why you brought him in, which they finally did toward the second half of that game last night. But um, Drew Brees talked about, yeah, the turning point was when he came out of the game and Taysom Hill goes in and Zadarius Smith gets that strip uh, and how it went downhill from there for the Saints. You know, we got the ball at midfield. You know, I, I think we all felt really good that we were going to go down and, and, and get points, you know, hopefully a touchdown and kind of seize control of that game. So, you know, it's unfortunate that it happened at that time. But, uh, man, Taysom is such a conscientious guy and he's such a great football player and he does so much for us. It's, it, at times that's part of the game, you know, and you got to rally, you got to bounce back. Why have you all um, struggled to get the ball down the field? Or, or... You know, we called a couple shot plays today, and unfortunately we just got, again, bad looks. Um, I think I got sacked on one. Um, and then actually, ironically, the second one was the one where I threw it to Alvin Kamara, and he went 52 yards for a touchdown. So I don't care how far I have to throw the ball down the field. My job is to make good decisions. I'm not going to force it. If it's not there, check it down, put it in the hands of our playmakers. For the most part today, everybody, they just played us real soft. You know, they played us real soft. So we ran the ball well. You know, we, we checked it down underneath well. You've, you've got these guys that can do a lot of things, you know. And um, throughout the course of the week, you know, you're always – kind of waiting to see how defense is going to play you. You know, so you have a lot of volume in the plan. And then it's really not until you get to the game that you know what's going to work and really what you're going to hang your hat on. But there's no doubt that, you know, you have a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, man, you want to get the ball in his hands. Traquan Smith, Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara, and so many others, you know. Um, you know, there's only so many balls to go around. But at the same time, I think just, you know, our ability to be super efficient, my ability as a quarterback, you know, to make sure that the open guys are getting the balls, you know, and, and on time and in rhythm and, you know that's that's really what executing the offense is all about. I uh, I, I picked the Saints, Mike, to be the NFC representative at the beginning of the season. Uh, I might be rescinding that now. They're sitting at one and two, and uh, they still have uh, plenty of time to turn things around. But uh, there are some questions now uh, down there in New Orleans, uh, defensively speaking, more so than I think anything. I, I went through a statistic earlier today uh, that it, Drew Brees in the last five years has been near the bottom 
when it comes to throwing the ball downfield when it's yards per pass play. So I'm not worried about Drew Brees, you know, buying into the, oh, my God, his arm strength sucks. I'm more worried about, if, if I'm the New Orleans Saints, about a defense that every now and then their drives are going to stall and then their defense that just doesn't get stops when they need to. And that's been more so the bugaboo than it has been Drew Brees. And their deep ball playbook is not getting any better as long as Michael Thomas is out with a high ankle sprain, and that's going to be a long time. And i got news for you. The Saints thought that they were going to be the class of the NFC uh, conference because of all the guys that they got back, and then they add a guy like Emmanuel Sanders. That was supposed to be the last peg for them, where they thought, okay, this will get us back to the next level, and we'll get things rolling. And, And guess what? They're... They Bradley need a little bit more humility. And now Sean Payton is looking like going from a preseason where he looked at the schedule and probably thought he'd be 3-0 and at this point, and now he loses at home at the Superdome. That's our industry. You know, we're 1-2 and two right now. It's been a while since we've felt that, and yet three years ago we were 0-2. Oh you know, a little bit of a gut check. Let's not fool ourselves. We're making too many mistakes, and we're not playing disciplined enough on both sides of the ball. And that, that's really just the truth. Uh, the defense for the Packers on the Kamara run was was bad. I mean that, that the tackling was bad. Fundamentally, it was bad. I did enjoy watching uh, Kiki uh, get a couple of sacks and have some decent play. You saw some guys get opportunities last night, so it's not all horrific when it comes to the defense. No, Kingsley Kiki, second year man. They were looking for him to step up, and then Kenny Clark, you know, has to bow out with the groin injury. And they're playing it safe, not playing them last night, even though he walked around to practice a couple of days. I'm sure that was also just for, you know, for the Saints to give something to think about. Um, but Montrevious Adams is not coming around. And I don't know what else there is coming back at the back, you know, end of, of this depth chart. Um, I still don't know if they're really in the, in the Snacks Harris League. He's on a, allegedly on a tour to talk to three or four teams this week. But, you know, Kingsley is, is in there, and he's holding his own, uh, you know, until Kenny Clark can get back in there. So good for that rotation. But, you know, we asked him about, I mean, how bad is And he was really the only guy that came down from defense to talk to us after the game. You know, what does your defense say when you miss six tackles on a great guy like the Saints' Alvin Kamara? I mean, you know, you tip your hats off to him. You know, he's a special, talented player for sure. You know, when he gets the ball, he's going to make some stuff happen regardless. He's going to make his plays. But as a defense, you know, we can still fix up some things, you know, tackle better. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back, wrap things up with Mike Clemens joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And we'll talk more about this Packers team and the win yesterday. The Packers go to 3-0 and on the season, still undefeated. We'll get into that discussion coming up. Hey, uh, don't forget our friends at New Mail Medical. They also, right now, they uh, want to remind you that if you're sitting there watching a lot of games and you're binge-watching television and you're binge-eating and you're binge-eating out of boredom and, you know, obviously you've been quarantined and then wearing masks and you don't want to go out, you, you start to put on some weight. You start to pack it on. I was the same way. I was looking at myself going, you know what, let's come out of this better and uh, challenge many of you. All of you, uh, let's come out of it better. Try to do something better for yourself. I called New Mail Medical and got back into the all-in-one weight loss program. And uh, down from the very beginning, I'm down 85 pounds. But I went from 292 down to 238.2, which is what I weighed in this morning. And my goal is to get to 230, and then I think I'll be be really, really good. But, it, look, it's it's in large part to the New Mail Medical Center. Call them, 414-455-4451. It's healthy, it's easy, and all you do is follow the plan. 
and and you're you're in. It's it's that simple. Or if you've got no energy, if or low energy, low brain fog, and you just kind of find yourself forgetting stuff and kind of feeling like you're in a fog, could be low T. So check them out for that. Or if the uh, the games in the uh, fun bedroom aren't uh, what you thought they would be because of certain issues, they can help you out with ED as well. But you can't do anything if you don't call. Call them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the new Mail Medical Center. Give them a buzz today. We'll wrap it up. Mike Clemens next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. When Jordan Love was taken at 26 overall, the Packers took a quarterback from Utah State and not a receiver. From midfield looking for a shot, Rodgers sending it deep downfield, and Lazard brings it in! It's a first round, take that. Doesn't matter what round I was taking, 48 on the catch for Alan Lazard, the undrafted player. Alan's been such a consistent performer for us, not only in the pass game, but in the run game as well. I mean, he's our enforcer, I've said it numerous times. He is a guy that just continues to make plays, and I'm so happy for him because if you go back to last year, you know, the initial 53, he wasn't on it, and he's earned everything that he's gotten. Those are the words of the uh, the head coach, Matt LaFleur, in the NFL on NBC when Alan Lazard gets downfield, got loose a couple of times last night, had a couple of big plays, and the Green Bay Packers go on to, uh, to get a win. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Mike Clemens is alongside, and uh, I'll tell you what, Alan Lazard, man, he had his opportunity to shine, and damned if he didn't last night, Mike. Catching the deep ball downfield and in the clutch again, and so smart and something that Aaron Rodgers picked up on, you know, in the spring of 2019, and then basically was going to the wide receivers coach to say, put 13 in, man, uh, when Devontae Adams went down. And, of course, you know, we've talked about it a lot about this team went 4-0 and with Devontae out, and even Aaron Rodgers seems to do a better job of spreading the ball around, and defenses don't don't have 17 out there, and Devontae to double-team on them like they did the last couple of weeks. Uh, Aaron, and I thought it was interesting what Devontae was asked last week. So what did you learn those four games that you were sitting on the sidelines watching your team go 4-0? He goes, that they, didn't, they don't need me that much, you know, that this is a competitive mm-hmm. business. As good as I am and, good, and confident as I am, um, you know, it's, uh, there's plenty. These young guys are more talented, even though they're undrafted or they're low draft picks or whatever, than what people give them credit for. So the Saints had to get out the card for the right, uh, their left guard last night, uh, Andreas Pete. Looks like a high ankle sprain. Uh, and then for the Packers, you know, you saw Christian Kirksey. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, spent most of his time injured his last two seasons with the Cleveland Browns, and he goes down with a shoulder injury and did not come back into the game. And then, you know, you saw um, Jonathan Garvin out there, number 53, the one of the outside linebackers. It's like, well, that's that seventh-round pick rookie kid. Now, what, wait a minute, where's 52, man? Where's Rashawn Gary? And you find out that, you know, he had been taken off the field or had walked off, but he was being looked at for some sort of an ankle. So those are new injuries that you're trying to look at uh, for the Green Bay Packers. You're hoping to get uh, Kenny Clark back here soon, maybe Devontae another week or two with the hamstring. And when you ask Alan Lazard about, you know, those injuries and all the injuries you see going on in the NFL, you know, does that concern you about this season? 
I mean, this is football. We, we, we play a, a very violent game. You know, injuries are, are bound to happen. So it was only going to be a, not necessarily a matter of time, but I mean, I'm just really just waiting for my opportunity on to be able to step up today. And uh, I think I did that pretty well. I um, look at Alan Lazard, Mike, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be the sure guy. Uh, I don't necessarily think that he's going to blow the lid off. I think that he runs – Jordy Nelson was is faster than him, but they're very similar in the same way they run routes. Very crisp, very uh, where they're supposed to be on the same page with Aaron Rodgers who gets it, and I think Rodgers has a comfort level with that. I would agree with that, too. And Rodgers has always been looking for those taller targets, you know, like a Jordy Nelson. And obviously Lazard was able to put that to his, his advantage last night. Uh, I think Marquez is, Scantling is showing um, progress in that short game that he can be relied on, that his hands are going to get better. Um, and then don't forget about Equinemia St. Brown. I don't know what happened with this knee injury after an ankle last year, and they put him on the IR. They can bring him back. But that kid is such a great target over the middle. He's really kind of looks almost like a speedy tight end, but he puts those two hands up over the middle, and it's just so easy to hit that uh, that over the middle. But as you see now, they're, they're working those tight ends with Tanyan, trying to work in Jay Sternberger, trying to have as many eight or nine different guys that they can go to, and that keeps the defenses, you know, confused. So, yeah, Green Bay in a good spot, 3-0. You got the Falcons coming in. They're a mess. Um, I mean... That two weeks in a row, they had a probability of north of 90% um, that were up by 20 points against the Bears and against the Cowboys should have won the game, and somehow they let this thing slip away yesterday to the Bears. Nick Foles, absolute difference maker, man. It just Nick Foles mm-hmm. was going into triple coverage yesterday and completing passes to Miller and to Robinson and three touchdowns. They had a couple that were nullified because, you know, control of the football, bobbled and all that. I mean, it just it's like night and day. And Matt Nagy's already said today Nick Foles is the quarterback. So the right. Bears are three and zero, and you know, they've got you've got Nick Foles to compete with. So you Green Bay is going to be looking over their shoulder now at Chicago. Mike, good stuff as always. We'll chat later in the week, but uh, right now we watch the Monday night matchup which should be a doozy tonight. It should. It should. It should. And I'm I'll tell you what though, for my money, it, it's still the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, that's the team to beat in the National Football League right now. No doubt. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bill. There you go. Mike Clemens from NFL Serious Radio, our Green and Gold Insider, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. Coming up tomorrow on the program, uh, we got a good one. We'll first of all talk about the Packers and uh, the best of the remaining undefeated teams in the National Football League. And we'll get more into Brewers tomorrow as well. Do you get the Brewers a fighting chance against the Dodgers? We'll talk with Adam McCalvey of Brewers.com and MLB.com tomorrow as well. Ryan Wood, we're going to talk more Packers. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews.com going to be here. And we'll ask him how good are the Green Bay Packers as the remaining one of the remaining undefeated teams. And we'll also ask Brian Billick, the Super Bowl-winning head coach uh, from the Baltimore Ravens, and now with the NFL Network. He is going to be here tomorrow. So we got a lot going on tomorrow as we continue to cover both the Brewers and the Packers. Brewers in the postseason, Packers 
efforting towards the postseason. And uh, we'll all reconvene here again tomorrow on the program. So good, good stuff today. Good start to the week. Uh, and then enjoy the game tonight. You've got to go in Jackson and Mahomes going at it and uh, two undefeated teams. This is going to be a guy. Like I said, I'm grilling out. I'm going down to Robert Specialty Meats right now, grabbing me. I think it's the Al Capone roast tonight. Al Capone roast tonight, a little bit of the spaghetti and meatball I had left over from the weekend. Put those two things together. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Good stuff. And then I'm going to watch the game, light a fire, hang out with the dogs. Oh, I'm good. I'm ready. Ready to go. Enjoy yourself this evening, everybody. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, have a go. Sports Talk Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.